This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to Cup of Coffee with Jesus. We are your hosts, Pastor Melinda Watts and Phaedra Jones. Well, good morning, body of Christ. Indeed, it's an honor to share in the word of God with you on this Sunday morning. Uh, Today's passage of scripture will be coming from Matthew's, the sixth chapter, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And if I could give you a topic today, it would be, where is your heart? When I look at this passage of scripture, there are three key words that stood out to me. One was where, treasure, and heart. So I would like to elaborate on the first word, which is where. Where, where is a place, a condition, or a position? And when I looked at that word, it reminded me of Genesis 3 and 9, when God called Adam and asked him, Adam, where art thou? Now, the interesting thing about the call was that God called Adam and he was asking him not for his location, but he was concerned with his condition. And then in Genesis 3 and 10, we know Adam responded and he answered and he said, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. That's interesting how, first of all, Adam heard God. Secondly, when he heard God, he was afraid. And the fear came about because Adam was disobedient to God. And then Adam acknowledged that he was naked. And so he hid himself. And when I think of nakedness, sometimes when we're naked, especially when we're exposed to uh, an environment that is not conducive, it causes us to be ashamed and feel ashamed. So because Adam knew he had disobeyed God, he felt naked and ashamed. So he hid himself. The awesome thing about this is God is all-knowing. From the beginning of time, God knew Adam was going to be disobedient. God knew Adam was going to be naked. And just like God knows exactly where you and I are today, he just wants us to acknowledge where we are. Accountability is so important in today's society, in your Christian walk. Being accountable, it can get you further in life then being hid and being deceitful. God already knows what's in the heart. For the Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who could know it but the Lord? And that's something that I love about God. He knows us inside out. He knows the very hairs that's on our head. And all he is looking for is for you to pour out your heart to him and allow him to be Eldonai, meaning Lord over your life. Again, where is your heart? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you frightened? Or are you courageous? 
Where art thou? Are you in a financial deficit because of the pandemic? Are you walking by faith and not by sight? Are you trying to work things out through your own abilities? Where are you? What condition are you in right now? Are you living from paycheck to paycheck? Are you robbing Peter to pay Paul? God already knows these things. And the reason why he wants you to acknowledge it, because he said that we as his children, as we come boldly before the throne of God, casting our cares upon him, he has a promise for every situation and condition that we're in. Where are you? That's a question only you can answer. The second word was treasure. What is a treasure? The treasure is the most precious valuables. It's that thing that we highly praise. It's what we value the most. Because whatever you value the most, that's what you're going to give most of your time to. Here in Matthew 6, 21, again, it says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So if your treasure is in your job, you'll find yourself working, working, working. If your treasure is in your children, you'll find yourself just worshiping them and you don't even have a life outside of them. Everything is centered around them. If your treasure is in your finances, then it's all about the money, money, money. But the Bible says, what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? I have found out that there's some things in life money cannot buy. Money can't buy your health. Money can't buy you happiness and money definitely and it cannot buy you peace. Now it can buy you things. And I have met people on this journey that have a lot of materialistic things, but there's no peace because they're constantly having to guard it. They're constantly have to protect it. They constantly have to be on the lookout of people having motives that are hidden, arterial motives of why they want to connect with this person because of what they have. So where your treasures are, that's where your heart's going to be. The third word I said was heart. Now, let me give you the definition of heart. The heart is a part of a man's spiritual makeup. It's the place where our emotions and our desires begin. The heart is a very important organ that is needed in every human being in order to function and to move and to live and to have our being. When the heart is diseased, it can cause blockage and it can hinder you from having healthy relationships. The part of the heart, which is our spiritual makeup, it tells us who we really are. For the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. A lot of times I can determine a person by what comes out of their mouth. 
For the Bible said, it's not that what goes in our mouth that defiles us, but it's that which comes out of us. And a lot of things that comes out of us that if it's bitter resentment and anger, this depression and, and a deferred heart, which Proverbs 13 and 12 talks about that how hope deferred makes a heart sick. When a heart is sick and it's diseased, it spew out the hurt. It spew out the venom. I heard the saying that said, hurt people, hurt people. And that's why God wants to know where you are, what, what condition that you're in, because in this life, we're going to have trials and we're going to have tribulations and things are going to come up against us. But that's why we have to guard our heart against these things. And the only way we can guard our hearts against these diseases, which is hurt, rejection, hurt, pain is through the word of God. God said, guard our heart for out of it flows the issues of life. And until you can identify what your issues are, God is not able to heal you, nor can he give you that heart transplant that can take you to the next place in him. That's why God said, where is your heart? A lot of us have given our heart and our treasures to people that don't value them. And now I understand the parable about when he tells us, don't cast your pearls before a swine, at least they come back and rend you. When you give your most valuable possession, which is your heart, to an unloving and an uncaring person or situation, you will come out with a damaged heart. Where's your heart? Is your heart beating for Jesus, even in the midst of this pandemic? Because I do know that there are some people that have lost multiple family members because of this um, pandemic. And when you lose something valuable, it could never be replaced. And it can be detrimental. But if you allow God, who is the heart regulator, to step in and to resuscitate those area and pump life back into the areas that there have been a blockage. Oh my goodness. You will begin to see that all things it is working together for your good. You'll begin to be able to feel again and you'll begin able to acknowledge that God Allowed it for a reason. As Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That's the kind of heart God wants. A heart that's filled with his law so that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture will rise up in your heart. As David said, Lord, I hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You need a heart transplant and it needs to be filled and infused with the blood of Jesus and with his word. Where is your heart? Do you have a leaky heart? Leaky hearts are not good. Leaky hearts bleed out onto everybody. Everybody knows your issue. And God is saying, come to me all ye who are heavy laden and I, I will give you rest. God wants us to come and lay our burdens down at his feet so that he can heal those areas that have been defected. That's why he's telling us, 
Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added. And when we put God first, we will be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. I want you to really think about it. Where are you? Like, where is the condition of your heart? We learned this acronym HOT. With God, you got to be honest, open, and transparent. And the, the wonderful thing about it is that God already knows. God already sees and he knows. He even knows how we're going to respond before we respond. And he's not shocked. But one thing that I've learned on this journey that he, the Holy Spirit will always give you the answer to the test. But sometimes, just like Adam, Adam heard God. But he chose to do what he wanted to do because he was afraid. Fear drives a lot of people to make some bad choices. And what we need to understand is fear is false evidence appearing real. So, of course, Eve told him, we can eat of this apple. Surely we shall not die. God have left principles for us to go by. That's why he said that we should hide his word in our heart. Because the word of God is what's going to keep us. The word of God is what's going to guide our emotions and our desires. Because the Bible says that if we delight ourselves in who? The Lord. He will give us the desires of our heart. And the thing about God is God knows our love language. He knows what makes us happy. He knows what makes us sad. And I love the way the Holy Spirit deals with me. I don't know about you, but when I get my morning coffee and I'm talking to God or whether it's my morning tea, Jesus and me, uh, and I begin to pour out my heart, pour out my praise on the Lord. He begins to minister to me where I am. And there sometimes he tells me things that I'll be like, oh, Lord, I didn't know that was there. But I'm so grateful because if he did not love me, my goodness, he would not chasten me. I thank God for his word daily. And I thank God that he's teaching me how to give him my heart, not parts of it. There's a song that we used to sing, fully committed. Lord, I'm sold out. I'm going to hold out. I give my life fully committed. But come on, y'all. During this pandemic, have some of y'all been really fully committed? Meaning that if God allowed certain things to come nigh your dwelling, was your heart in the right place? Or was you angry with God? Come on, come on. You, you can be honest. Remember the word hot, honest, open, and transparent. Until we can get there, you're not going to grow spiritually. There's sometimes God wants you to be honest with him about where you are. Like, God, I'm mad. But the Bible says, be mad, but sin not. God, I'm disappointed. Oh, it's okay to be disappointed. David encouraged himself in the Lord. God, I don't understand you don't have to understand. God is just saying, give me your heart. And if you say you trust me, he said, acknowledge me in all your ways and, and, and I will direct your path. He said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart. There you go again. That word, that heart, that heart, that heart is very vital. Some of us got heart hearts. We still walking around. Come on, come on with unforgiveness. 
We still holding on to stuff that happened to us 10, 15, 20 years ago. And we wonder why we're stagnated. Where is your heart? Is it still in that hurt relationship that happened back in 2020? It is now for us to push forward, pressing toward the mark of a higher calling because God is calling us higher in the things of God. So body of Christ, where is your heart? My prayer is that it's beating for Jesus. My prayer is that it's running and chasing hard after God. But if by chance, if it's not, it's never too late. That's why God posed the question because he already know. You can lie to man, you can lie to your friends, but you can't lie to the Holy Spirit. I'm reminded of the couple that did lie to the Holy Spirit and they dropped dead. That was Ananias and Sapphires. But see, you don't have to lie to God because he said we can come boldly before his throne and we can make our petition known. And when we pray, the Holy Spirit will make utterance for us. And he wants to do the exchange. He wants to give us beauty. Hallelujah. For the ashes. So body of Christ, where is your heart today? I pray that it's beating for Jesus. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening in to this episode of Cup of Coffee with Jesus. I pray that it has blessed you and as you go about your week, that you will take inventory of where your treasures are. God loves you and he thinks the world of you. So let that be your invitation to make room for him today. Speaking of making room, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would love to give you the opportunity to do so today. Romans 10 9 says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved so repeat this prayer after me Lord Jesus come into my heart I am a sinner and I need to be saved that's it that's the prayer you are now saved my friend and all the angels in heaven are rejoicing over you right now That is so exciting. And we bless God for it. Yes. Well, guys, thank you once again for tuning in to this episode. Please be sure to subscribe and share so you won't miss any in the future. And until next time, stay saved. Hey.